Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Wow, welcome back. This is the first golden pause I'll lead you through in the new year. So let's go ahead and sit comfortably with your legs uncrossed and your palms open on your lap, your chest back, your neck long, sitting in an upright position. And of course, if you're doing another activity, please just use this as a deeply presencing activity where you get in your breath, in your body, and you calm down from the inside out. It's so important during these times to be able to slow down our pace from the inside out. And that's what a golden pause will do. It'll help you become less reactive and more responsive to life, which is always going to be the best way to be. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Close your eyes if you can. Place your palms open on your lap and just breathe deeply with me. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand taking in the fullness of your breath, and on the exhale, just releasing, relaxing, and letting go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. And on the exhale, just releasing any tension you feel in your body, allowing it to just leave you. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, On the exhale, just go ahead and let go of what doesn't serve you well in this moment and at this time. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, release, relax, let go. And this time, as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, Place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking and tuning into one thing you feel grateful for. And as you fill your entire body with gold and gratitude in every breath, exhale, release, relax. Breathing in pure golden gratitude through your core, through your heart, through your mind. On the exhale, just let go, let God, let be. And breathing in pure golden gratitude through every cell of your being. On the exhale, just release anything that doesn't serve you well. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Allow yourself to fill, completely fill with pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. 
and breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. So you may have listened to uh, last week's podcast on with Michelle Landers, where we had some fun with numerology and we talked about how 2024 could be stepping into your power. And I want to talk about how we use this new year energy, um, not to set new year's resolutions, but to think in terms of what are our long-term goals this year? What are the things that we really want to focus on? Where do we want to place our attention? And how do we intend to step into this new year? What I really love about January is that it gives us the impetus and the permission and sort of that little spark that you need to make change happen. And it it always makes me feel like it's, it's a new time. It's a time to really begin again. And December um, is a time to reflect, you know, to pull in, rein in, reflect, um, put things in order, um, finish things up in a way. But I love this new energy and I wanted to um, talk about like how I set about in January, not setting New Year's resolutions, but really using it as a jump start into everything. <clears throat> as you know, I took a long break from podcasting. I took about um, six weeks off, which is pretty huge for me. You know, I sat down one day and I, I just, I was so tired at, at the end of November. And you know, I had put in, um, I'd done a lot of retreats last year, which were all beautiful. I, I love my retreats with all the women that come so much. Um, but it's, it can be exhausting and it's along with everything else I'm doing. And I know you probably feel like that too, right? Like you're just, you're doing so much. There's, there's so many different facets of your life. You know, for me, there's, Um, being a Nana, which I felt like I fell pretty short on last year because of my busyness. So this year, one of my long-term goals is to spend more time with my grandkids and to find ways to connect to them more deeply. And because they're all growing up so fast and pretty soon they're not going to want to be around me anyways. So I figure I got to get, I got to get on that. Um, and having, you know, several businesses that I'm working on and running, one um, being bookdoulas.com is really fun. I mean, I love helping other people write their books. It's one of the passions that I've discovered um, in my life. And I really, really love seeing other people become who they're meant to be. When you have a client that, um, really takes uh, on what you're teaching and just really moves with it. It's so gratifying. It's like when somebody sends me a note about my books and they say, you know, your book really changed my life. It really touched me. It really helped me during a very difficult time. There's nothing better than that. That's like honoring your life's purpose, right? I, I feel so lucky and I feel so blessed 
that I get to do that kind of work, that I get to choose how I want to play in this world. But you know what? You guys, you get to choose too. You get to choose how you want to play in this world. And whenever you've been doing something long enough, whether anything, anything you've done for, you know, 10 years or so, it places you at the expert level of anything. Whether you're talking about grief or you're talking about happiness or you're in the form of practice of anything or you're helping other people with an issue for a very long time, um, you're pretty much an expert after 10 years. So, you know, you get to decide how you want to play and, and what really lights you up. And on the human design um, plane, I'm a generator, which is a worker bee, like somebody who really loves work. So that's why I stay um, working. Some of my friends say, why do you work so hard? You don't even need to work that hard. And I'm like, I know, but I love my work. I love the feeling of being useful and especially useful by the divine, by the divine connection. That is what really fuels my fire is, is the kind of work that I do with other people is, is really connecting me to the divine in a deeper way. And that's what fuels my soul. That's what fuels the fire in me to keep going. And the same thing happens on retreat. You know, I, women come in, um, I have a what now retreat coming up in um, the end of February. Women come in and they just, you know, they don't know what to expect. Most of them, some of them have been to my retreats before. Others haven't. Most of them haven't. And they come in and they don't know what to expect. And it's just really beautiful to see within a couple of hours how they relax in to the journey of being on retreat together. And they're so in trust and they trust me and they trust my team and they, they fall in love with the whole process. You know, I think that for 2024, for me, the word is connection. And the reason why I'm choosing that word connection is because we're living in times of disconnect, aren't we? We're living in times where we're going into a very divisive, very division year with a with with politics, especially. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way, and you know. But it is right now. It feels that way. Um, election years are. I don't know about you, but they they kind of they can really stress me out. Like if I don't really go inward and start to just trust that there is a divine plan deeply for everything, including. Um, politics, then it can really stress me out. So I just um, want to connect deeply to myself and to others. And so you can look forward to my next series being all about connection, how we connect, how we stay connected, um, how we stay engaged without getting um, that fury. You know, sometimes fire is good. Sometimes Anger is good, but not when you're reacting from your emotions. You know, it's it's never good to just become reactive. What we want to do is, is take those emotions and turn them into very solid um, intentions and ask ourselves, what is my intention here? What is my intention for myself? What is my intention for others? And... 
these are all things I'm going to be talking about on the podcast um, coming up in the next few weeks in my connection series. So please listen in. But back to this idea of 2024 being your year to not just let another year slip by. Let this be your year to really jump into something you're passionate about, to really get excited about taking a new class, get excited about exploring art for the first time in a long time, get excited about some sort of community-based project that you could contribute to on a volunteer basis. Get excited about a new career if that's what you're looking for. But get excited. That's the key. Your excitement, your passion, your enthusiasm will carry you so, so far. And it also ignites a journey. You know, when you step into anything with that feeling of excitement, it's a whole new journey. I've got something exciting happening today. I'm going to pick up my puppy. You know, I lost my beloved bear um, about six months ago now, and I wasn't really planning on getting a puppy, but my daughter Jazz, she was scrolling through Facebook, and lo and behold, she saw these beautiful puppies. And she, of course, my daughter Jazz, she's got five kids, so you can tell she really loves babies, right? So <laughs> she was like, Mom, Mom, look at these puppies. And I was just dying. Like, I was like, Oh my God, they're so cute. And I love golden retrievers. My last, um, my last three dogs have been golden retrievers. And so I love golden retriever puppies and I've raised all my goldens. And so I said, Oh my gosh, they're so cute. We were looking at pictures and I said, well, just reach out, see if there's any available kind of thinking, Oh, there's not going to be any puppies available. And sure enough, two male puppies became available that day. And two families had to back out for different reasons. And so, oh my gosh, I was like, you're kidding. And I started to really think about, can I do a puppy? And of course there was still that voice in my head that said, oh no, no, you can't do a puppy now. No, 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 no. You're too busy. You've got too much going on. And then my daughter, Kenna said, mom, you know, I can help you. I'll help you with the puppy. And you know, and so I was like, okay, if I have help, maybe I can do this. And so I just decided, you know, um, Bodhi is going to be my new thing, uh, in 2024. And yeah, he's going to ground me. I'm going to probably be at home more, but I'm going to get him really used to jumping in the car and going with me. So, you know, he's going to, uh, be going to Mount Shasta. He's going to be going everywhere I go, maybe even come on, on retreats for a while. And, you know, he'll, he'll get used to this moving life that's moving with me. Anyways, I'm super excited about that. And so you can tell like that excitement is going to set me on a new journey because what happens is when we get excited about one thing, that excitement and enthusiasm spills over into other areas of our lives. And that's when it becomes very powerful because our enthusiasm grows. We have something new going on and it's the newness and the change that's really powerful for our lives. And so if you can manifest that, create it, choose it, that's going to uh, really ignite this year for you. It's going to get you going in a positive direction. 
Now, I'm not, I really think like that whole saying, new year, new year, that's like so over it, right? I'm so, so over that saying, so overdone. However, I do think that every year we are a new person in the making and that we can reconnect with ourselves, reconnect with what we feel passionate about, reconnect with others in new ways in, in the new year and make it a very powerful time, a powerful time for your mind, a powerful time for your body. I love that people are doing dry January. I'm doing it too. And I love it because it's so healthy. And as soon as I give up wine and I stop drinking, and I'm not a big drinker, but you know, I can get on rolls like everyone else. Like I can go on vacation and start drinking a little more. I do love wine with dinner. I love the social aspects of wine, all of it. But what's really great is that my mental clarity and the brain fog goes way, my mental clarity goes up and the brain fog goes down when I stop drinking wine. And that's because I sleep better. My metabolism's working better. Um, it's just, I think it's just healthier. Your liver's functioning better. Your liver says, thank you so much for the break. Like I don't have to process all that sugar and that alcohol. Thank you for the break. And I think it's just a really great thing. I love that it's a trend with our young people. Sobriety is a trend. And I think that's an amazing thing for our culture, especially after these times where alcoholism was on the rise. Understandably, people were stuck at home. They didn't, you know, they were so stressed out about what was going to happen. And so I think it's a really good trend that's happening now. And I encourage you to cut back and maybe not be, some people can't be so rigid with themselves. Some people just cut back and say, well, I'm not going to drink, you know, four or five days a week, but think about how much wine you're not drinking. If you're not drinking four or five days a week, I mean, that's a lot of wine that you could be not drinking and then just save up for having some on the weekend if you're socializing or you know, when you just want to have a drink now and then it's totally fine. Anyways. Um, so I, I kind of think in terms of what is this new me in the making this year? What can I do for my mind? I can meditate more. I joined John Welshon's. Um, he's a meditation teacher. He does this beautiful meditation on Wednesday evenings and um, it's very inexpensive. You can do, you know, bundle your meditations up. That costs like $15 a meditation. It's so, you know, so good. He does a nice little uh, chat and a nice little message. And he's a great teacher. He studied with Ram Das. He's, you know, he was Ram Das is one of his best friends. You know, he's just a great teacher. John is an amazing man. So I'd encourage you to think about what you're going to do for your mind. Maybe take a course, maybe read a book, maybe meditate more. What are you going to do for your body? Maybe go dry um, alcohol wise, maybe get more exercise. Maybe start a new routine with your exercise. I know somebody and he jump starts the new year by really planning out his routine and he keeps a big calendar on the wall and he X's out each day knowing that he's accomplished what he set out to do. And he really gets a charge out of that, you know, and I, I love to do that too. I love to work out and to set new goals for myself at the beginning of the new year about what am I going to do with my body this year? How do I want my body to be stronger and more fit and healthier, more clear, much better vehicle 
for my soul. And you think in terms of your body being the vehicle for your soul, that's powerful, isn't it? Without a healthy body, it's hard to get everything done that you want to accomplish. And lastly, for your spiritual side, what are you doing for your spirit? How are you nourishing yourself? Are you spending time with people you love? Are you doing things that you love to do? Are you doing things for you? Are you spending time with people that nourish your spirit? This might be a time to evaluate that, to think in terms of spending less time with people who don't nourish your spirit. So, you know, there's all these ways that we can use this new energy in the new year to really get off to an amazing new beginning. There's nothing like the energy of a new beginning. So I encourage you in this year to do something very special for yourself. Whatever it is, just do do it. It's your year not to let this year slip by. That's it for now. Come back. Don't with the small stuff. Live the big stuff. Share this with your family and friends, and I'll be doing a wonderful series this month on connection. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author and beloved teacher, Christine Carlson. Learn more about Christine's upcoming retreats, online courses, public speaking events, and more at christinecarlson.com and don'tsweat.com.